This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the Heart of Dating podcast. Hey, it's Kate. I'm so glad you could join us this week as we try to untangle the ever so ambiguous world of dating as a Christian. Over here on Heart of Dating, we get real as we answer some tough questions and uncover transformative ways to approach Christian dating. Oh, and you better believe we have some laughs along the way, because last time I checked, the struggle is hashtag real. You know what I'm saying? Now, let's get to the heart of the matter. Hey, family, and welcome back to another episode of Heart of Dating today. I'm your host, Kate Warman, and I am thrilled to dive into part two of our conversation today with Jessica and Vincent Shakir. Jess and Vincent are two of my very best friends, and I want to encourage you that if you didn't get a chance to listen to part one of our conversation, you're going to want to do that. It was so good. I was like, oh my gosh, mm, yeah, I said mm, so many times in that conversation because I was so enthralled. And now today we're going to dive into the topics of boundaries and purity, and Jess was actually a virgin on our wedding night at 36, which is really amazing, and we talk about that journey, what that looked like for her, and even shame that came up for her in that season. We also talk about how Jess and Vincent waited until engagement to kiss. Y'all, yep, it sounds crazy, but I love their story of how they came to this decision together and how God revealed it to them. Today's episode is filled with so much hope, and at the end of the episode, I actually just felt prompted to ask Jess and Vincent to do something different for us. I ask them to pray over all of us who are single and feel weary and frustrated in our dating season. You're going to love them so much if you don't already, so I can't wait for you to hear the episode today. Now quickly, I just want to introduce Jessica and Vincent to you. For the last 22 years, Jessica has been a hair and makeup artist who has touched the lives of so many and worked with numerous celebrities. As a TV beauty expert, she's also been featured on ABC's Fab Life and The Dr. Oz Show. And today, she is currently the key artist for Praise and Better Together on TBN. She's also worked on set of The Talk, Steve Harvey, Wendy Williams, and America's Next Top Model. Also, she is the founder of My Beauty BFF, an educational platform specializing in inner beauty and makeup workshops for the woman who's passionate about blending beauty and faith. Her amazing hubby, Vincent, has a very extensive work history in consulting, sales, hospitality, retail management, and real estate from all over the nation. He is a true entrepreneur at heart who also loves to serve and give back and has worked with 40 nonprofit organizations across the nation. In recent years, Vincent has added the title of photographer to his list of professions as well. Together, Jess and Vincent make such a dynamic duo that they just shower love and light and praise and encouragement to everyone that they meet. And they have such a heart for God and a heart for relationships, and they're so hospitable, and they love just really discipling couples. I love it so much. All right, friends, I just want to quickly remind you about something. Our Patreon page. A lot of y'all sometimes ask me how you can best support a heart of dating. And first and foremost, just by listening to this podcast and sharing it with friends means the world and really does help us. 
But I also want to be really candid that you guys, it costs some money to make a podcast and it's sometimes hard to do. And in 2019, at the beginning of this year, I prayed and prayed and I really felt God saying like, Kate, this is going to be your thing this year. So I decided to focus on Heart of Dating full time and I reduced the amount of outside consulting work I was doing. So it's been amazing, but I can't lie and say it hasn't sometimes been a financial struggle. And I would honestly do this podcast for no money, but we have a big desire, a big vision to be able to pay the people that help us. We have interns right now working for us for free and they're just incredible, you guys. They're such an incredible team. So my dream is to continue to build this. So if you really love what's going on here on Heart of Dating and you wanna be a part of seeing this thrive, then I'd love to invite you to consider supporting us via Patreon. Patreon is a platform for creators. You can go on and pledge whatever dollar amount that you want to us monthly. It could be $1, $5, $10, $100, whatever you want. And whatever you pledge will be taken out of your account monthly. So if you want to support us, you can find us by going to patreon.com forward slash heart of dating. Okay, that's my only announcement for today. Without further ado, here's part two of my conversation with Jessica and Vincent Shakir. I just have a few more questions for you. So we're bringing up some of the physical. So first of all, you guys, it's so amazing that you decided to do that. And I think a lot of people are going to be like, whoa, you decided to not kiss till engagement and you were like 35, 33, whatever at the yeah. time. Like what? It's yeah. crazy. And I want to just like that. We can talk so much about that, but I know too, like within this, just Jess, I want to bring up like your story of just waiting to have sex till marriage and you didn't have sex till you're 36 yeah. and like On that's amazing yeah. like yeah and so just like the whole thing of like waiting for somebody and waiting to have sex mm. you're like what the heck because <laughs> because i think what i see so happens so often and i think jess mm -hmm. you've done a beautiful job of this from mm -hmm. since when i first met you but oftentimes we put sexuality and sex is like this bad thing like we're not mm -hmm. like it's a bad like we need right. to steer clear of it at all possible costs. Mm -hmm. I think that's super detrimental to yeah. the way God actually designed for sex and sexuality to mm -hmm. be and look right. like. And, and there's so many instances in the Bible that it's like, it's actually a metaphor. God uses like sexual references as a metaphor for our relationship with mm -hmm. him. And I mean, also Song of Solomon, like all of that <laughs> is just like beautiful. Mm -hmm. And what I love and what you were able to do, I think just, which I just think is such a hard thing to get to is to not suppress it to such a point that mm -hmm. sexuality is bad, but to be able to say, God, I see the sexuality you've created within me. I see sex. I recognize what that is. Mm -hmm. And I recognize it as beautiful because you made both man and woman. You said yeah. all of it is good. And because I love and treasure that so much, mm -hmm. like I'm going to wait to do that yeah. till it's actually a safe place to do that. And I've seen you just being able to do that versus like repressing it in a way where you mm. feel so uncomfortable with your body and so uncomfortable mm. yeah. with yourself. And so, I don't know, I just, that was a long winded way of saying, will you share some of that with us? <laughs> oh, I love it. And everything you shared is so important to yeah. have a healthy mind mm. concerning sex and concerning intimacy. And yeah. let me just start with a fun story. So in my 20s, 
days in Hawaii, I launched a purity ministry called Pure Beauty Project. And yeah. we talked about beauty and the beauty industry and we did makeover workshops and mm. fashion shows. But the core of what we did and what we talked about and the passion of my heart was encouraging women to know they're beautiful and valuable and we're called to be pure. We're called to wait. It's what we're called mm. to do. So if we want to live fully and feel fully alive, we have to follow the manual. You know what mm. I mean? Like follow directions. So that was really big in my heart. And so I never wanted to accept like culture's definition of something, culture's mm. definition of beauty, or maybe church culture's definition of sex. Because mm. yeah, I did grow up with hearing a lot that it was bad and don't even think about it and and all the things. <laughs> yep. Well, I always went to God, Lord, you've put this in me. You've created me to desire it. I feel it. It's big in me. Mm. You know, how do I how do I keep in obedience with you? How mm. do I not walk into compromise, which I did a lot, unfortunately, but how do I find that balance and yeah. the tension of being a woman who mm. loves the Lord, who's after purity and who is highly sensual and sexual. And I didn't want to lie to myself and kill that part of me. Right. And so dancing was a big way to help, you know, yes. like being a dancer on my yeah, life, taking yeah. a class. I mean, I would go out dancing with my girlfriends. We wouldn't let anybody touch us or anybody, uh, you know, dance up on mm -hmm. us, but we went to let out steam. But, but <laughs> and to feel good in your body. It's right. good. Yeah. But the funny story is, so I was invited to speak at a conference on purity and mm. on my testimony of waiting. And at the time, maybe I was like a 25 year old woman waiting and waiting to have sex. And then after I preached at that conference, I went and joined my girlfriends for a birthday party for a pole dancing class. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody was watching. This is back before Instagram, no cameras, no anything. And that's what you think. <laughs> and I, I went to the class join in really quickly just switch gears really quickly but really i don't think i even had to switch gears yeah. i was who i was on the stage talking about purity and i was who i was in the pole dance class <laughs> with my eight girlfriends yeah. and they were laughing at me like jess only you would preach about purity and then be here with us i'm like but i'm not doing anything wrong mm -hmm. this is actually beautiful this is actually my way to say lord i am i am not gonna kill this part of me but i am waiting i'm gonna wait yeah, to enjoy yeah. this part of me when it's safe for me because god's laws are there to protect our hearts and mm. for us to get to know who he is mm -hmm. you know and so uh, this is one of the ways that I can do both right now, that I could live in the tension. Yeah. And another practical way, because I do like to give practical advice. Yeah. I mean, I can sit here and preach and, and talk scripture, which I love. I love to do that too. But <laughs> another practical thing that I did was I started collecting a lingerie collection. At yes. one point, I had a hundred pairs of underwear. <laughs> a hundred. <laughs> so I felt sexy all from me. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> <laughs> and I would just enjoy that. Yes, okay? that's so I good. Girl, that. I just went, I just need to say this. I'm sorry tell for me. the men listening, but tell I me. just did a refresh. I was like, dang, my like collection is getting so ratty right now. And I like yep. called my mom. I was like, mom, I probably should get some new like underwear and stuff. And she's like, you do it, honey. I will treat you to yeah. this. Oh, and so sweet of her, but she's a two as well. Right? So, do it for um, you. but I was like, even if she didn't say that, I was like, I need to do this 
for myself because I was starting to feel like kind of like a grandma. And I was like, no, that's not okay. I can't be a 30 year old grandma. Like, no, we're not doing that. Right. And it was it like even I just feel this week like refresh, just that little thing of like, just for me, you know, Mm -hmm. um, and how we take care of ourselves and how we embrace our bodies and Mm -hmm. just everything you're saying. I love that practice. Well, ladies, if I can chime in just a little bit uh, and just (laughs) applaud what you're saying for many reasons, but one is that me meeting you, Jessica, and this I'm speaking from experience. I'm not speaking for all men everywhere. Mm. However, I do know that I was so comfortable being myself around you Mm. because I knew that you were a 35-year-old virgin at the time. Mm. I knew uh, your family background with spirituality, Mm. et cetera, et cetera, and so forth. But I was so comfortable being Mm. myself and not feeling like I had to tiptoe around you. But I was so comfortable with the fact we had set the boundary of, all right, we're not going to kiss until we're engaged. Hmm. We're not going to have sex until we're married. Mm -hmm. And I can still joke with you. You can still joke Mm -hmm. with me. We can be, you know, uh, intimate in that way, which is true intimacy. You know, you want to be close to somebody, get to know Jesus. And if they know Jesus, then guess exactly where you're going to meet is Mm. right where he joins you together. And then when you're joined in marriage, you can, you know, celebrate all of that with the the physicality and things. But if you're going to be like an affected Mm. behavior around somebody then there's something that's not going to be congruent at some point Mm. and something's not going to click the way that it could perhaps not the way that it should similarly you know jessica could have gotten married years ago i did get married years ago and you know like (laughs) blah 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 but and god is still good and Mm. always good but if you want to surrender to god Mm. then understand how he has created us Mm. so just applauding that that you're not denying anything mm. and hey god made us you know god created all of these things and they yeah. are beautiful in mm. their time amen babe the other part of that if i may kate mm-hmm. is training your mind to think on truth training your mind to think thoughts that are aligned with the word of god yeah. and that are healthy so when i was single i had to capture my thoughts yeah. and train my thoughts and so in terms of sexuality sensuality and waiting to have sex You know, I would have to say when I am married, I get to be fully free. I will be confident in my body. I will be, I would tell myself what I will be Mm. when I married. So I took that time and I chose how I would use my energy um, whether it's so like, right. gosh, where is he? Where is he? Oh my gosh, I'm 28, I'm 29, I'm 30. I'm... I instead said, God, I want to be so free with my husband in the kitchen, in the bedroom, in church, at home. I mm. want to be me. And that means that I have to be, babe, what you were saying, I have to be fully me. I have to be aligned and know that I am beautiful. Mm. I am beautiful. And I am sexy, I think being confident and just being um, authentic, Mm -hmm. you know, is very sexy, it's magnetic. And so Mm -hmm. I had to tell myself, just because I'm not having sex, it doesn't mean I'm not sexy. Just because I'm not on somebody's arm, I don't have a significant other, it doesn't mean I'm not beautiful and worthy of pursuing. Mm -hmm. So I just had to train my mind and, you know, thank God we've, I've never had an issue being married in the bedroom feeling 
comfortable and free Mm. to be with my hubby. And it didn't start when we said I do. It started when I was a 22 year old waiting for him, Yeah, you know, but training my mind and making sure that I was thinking thoughts that were alignment with the word of God. Yes. That's so good. I feel like just tackling those levels of insecurity is so important to do before we're like dating um, Mm. because then we look to the other person to fill those insecurities for us, whether it is sexual, whether it's a sexual thing or a non-sexual thing, it's across the board. Mm -hmm. But what I do love about you guys just in like seeing your relationship before you got married, like you guys are fun and playful Mm -hmm. and you didn't like suppress, you You know, like you had incredible obedience, but you didn't like, you weren't like, oh, he touched my arm. Oopsie. You know, like yeah. definitely not. Like your hugs were great. X-rated. And, yeah, <laughs> X-rated hugs. Um, Meaning that she would run and jump and I would catch her and all the clothes were on and it was outside in public. Yes, exactly. Exactly. That ended exactly. Up being an X, X-rated hug. I'm not sure how. But, but you were just, you were able to embrace sensuality and flirtation and yeah. and have that be a part of your relationship, which I think like that just picture of sexuality within your relationship mm-hmm. was so beautiful because I think a lot of Christian, it allowed you guys to enter into marriage being like comfortable mm. with one another versus being like, mm. hello, um, I'm right. just without my clothes on. You know? like, <laughs> I mean, like yeah. the people go in like, and it, it's not enjoyable or it's not, you don't feel comfortable. You feel almost yeah. shame. Right. Yeah. And so I just think the way you guys were able to embrace that together is such a beautiful testimony. Like that's what I desire too. Mm -hmm. And I think so many of us Christians should desire that, like not a full suppression of your sexuality and not a suppression Mm -hmm. of your sexuality, just an obedience to know what that means and why it's, it's important to save that for marriage and and why God designed it specifically for that. And I'm not sure you probably are going to ask this question, but it's, it's really on my spirit right now is, is, you know, what I've heard before is, oh my gosh, how did you know that you guys would be compatible? Right, you know, right, right, if right. You will. So, so here's my answer to that. I got to know Jessica because we weren't physical at all. So I knew mm. exactly how passionate she is, how caring <laughs> she is, how careful she is, how strong she is, you know, all of yeah. these things. And that connection was so real and came mm. from so good. God. And I was so so sure of that as sure mm. as the sun's coming up in the morning <laughs> and i had no doubt and mm. our first kiss was epic mm-hmm. and you know all recorded of our, all of our it's true it was barely, yeah, yeah it's true even though we thought our camera had failed out in the hot sun <laughs> in the vineyard so yeah i mean it's it's one of those do you think god's gonna make you wait and make you go through all this stuff and give you somebody that you're not compatible with if that's what you think and you think that you have to overstep certain boundaries then you don't trust god at all right comes back to do you so trust god and if you can't sacrifice something Mm. then why did god sacrifice everything yeah to me so i'm kind of reminded of the parable of the the seeds yeah in matthew Mm. uh so matthew 13 22 the seeds sown among weeds represents the person who receives the message Mm. but all of life's busy distractions his divided heart and his ambition for wealth result in suffocating the kingdom message 
and prevent him from bearing spiritual fruit. Mm -hmm. So in this situation, the way that this speaks to me is his ambition for wealth. Wealth can mean many things. You can mm -hmm. be wealthy in your family and wealthy in, yeah. in spirit. And okay, well, I want to be wealthy, you know, and have a, have a spouse, you know, mm -hmm. that will bring me that wealth. But you received a message, but all these distractions of what you think it's supposed to be are not allowing that seed to take root mm, because of wow. all those stinking weeds mm. distracting you and yeah. getting you off the path. Wow. That's good. So, so good. That's, oh, wow. I could go so many directions <laughs> even with that, with singleness and just woo, what we expect for it to be and where yeah. we force God's hand. Yeah. Oh, gosh, so many things. Mm. That's good. Man, you guys are just filled with mic drop, like, <laughs> words oh, for Jesus us. Bomb. Jesus um, the, I kind of, there's so much we can, I have one final thing, yeah. just if, if it's okay. Yeah. And then we're, this will probably be the longest heart of dating interview we've ever done. Um, <laughs> no, sorry. No, it's good. That's what happens it's when what best happens friends get together. Unite and have rich combos. Kate was in our wedding. Yeah. yeah she walked she down was. the aisle I saw your 20 minute bow. She oh, did. Dear. She was there 10 I mean, minutes We're always long-winded. You can't ask us I know. I'm like, interview. wait, it's 50 minutes, guys. I'm like, wait, they're not going to stick to 50 minutes. We're, we're pretty perfect for each other. Yeah. We're imperfectly perfect. Oh, Vincent, you're like, that's long. I'm like, no, it's no, not. No, 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 it's longer than I thought. I didn't say, oh, wow, that's bad. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, wow. You know, I'm like, good. She's smart. <laughs> she knows her. She knows her, her people's. Wow. Okay, friends, I just want to take a quick break in our amazing episode today to share with you our incredible sponsor for this episode. This episode is brought to you by Denison Ministries. Denison Ministries is a movement creating 7 million culture-changing Christians who are committed to carrying out the truths of the gospel to their sphere of influence. One of my favorite ways that Denison Ministries is helping Christians feel closer to God is through their First 15 devotional. First 15 is designed to help you spend the first 15 minutes of your day experiencing God through meaningful devotionals, scripture, worship, and prayer. Now, we always talk about how singleness and dating is the perfect season to grow closer to God, right? I mean, it really is. We can't waste this time. We have to make the most of every moment that we have. We really do. The additional time that we have now needs to be spent growing closer to God as much as we possibly can. So if you hear me saying that right now and you're like, yeah, Kate, that's great and all, but I am busy, friend. Well, I hear you. I am also busy at doing awesome things as I'm sure you're doing too. But here's a deal. Can you not at least spend 15 minutes a day studying and being with God? I mean, that is at least a priority we should be making in our life right now. So friend, I want to encourage you to sign up for the first 15 email devotional that can be sent directly to your inbox at first15.org forward slash subscribe. Or you can even start your day off with the first 15 devotional podcast and listen to that anywhere that's convenient for you. Join me in doing this simple but really, really impactful discipline so we can together really begin pressing into knowing God in a bigger and better way in our singleness. Okay, the last thing, because we've kind of, we jumped around on so many amazing topics, but that's because your story is just so vast and covers so many things that people deal with, like from dating later in life, like I said, to waiting to have sex or that tension of like, I want to obey God, but like, ah, God, I'm a sexual human being, um, to like even dating after divorce and being divorced. Um, so the last thing, and a lot of people, and this has come up whew, in our community and it kind of makes me a little upset, but we do have people in our community that are divorced. And a lot of people 
I've seen write to me or write in our private Facebook community, like I will not date someone if like a red flag, a thing for me is I will not date someone who's ever been divorced. Mm. And, and that's, that's part of what made me feel judged and that other exactly. people are going to judge me. So I really, that breaks my heart to hear. Yeah. And it breaks my heart and I'm yeah. like, okay, yeah. no, like, yeah. oh, like there's so much, like, how dare you judge, you know, but like, if God, if don't t take the plank out of your own eye, right? It's like, I'm thinking of that specific it right now in the gospel, but I want to direct it to you, Jess, because obviously like you had a beautiful vision of what God was going to do in your life and then walks in Vincent. And then at some point you find out he was divorced, right? And so like, what did that do to you? Or what was the thoughts, feelings, what happened? And how did you guys deal with that news? Great question. Yes, and an incredible moment. Mm -hmm. I it was our third date, babe. I think it was yep. early on. Third date. Third date, and I had been observing this beautiful man, full of freedom, full of joy, full of delight. Mm. Served other people well, served me really well, and was very attentive to my needs, very yeah. detailed, open doors. I mean, chivalrous, all the things, like mm. all the things I had hoped for, prayed for. <laughs> and so in my head, I'm like, how is he this? God, how is he this kind? You I don't know? have to train him on anything. Right. Yes, God. He puts the seat down. <laughs> and we were on our third date, and toward the end of the date, we were sitting down, long story short, mm -hmm. because his shoulders were hurting. I'm like, well, take off your sweater. I'll give you a neck rub, you know? <laughs> hey, yo. And he did, and he sat down on the floor right in front of me i was on the couch and the moment i put my hands on his bare skin i had no joke i had a flash like a movie trailer movie preview mm. go off in my mind and it was the holy spirit showing me he was married he got divorced he had his heart broken mm. he never thought he would be married again here you are he's not letting you go he's not um, taking anything for granted. And this is why and how he is able to treat you so beautifully mm. and so good. I'm like, what? Shocked. Shocked. <laughs> I, I have the chills. Yeah, I got to do too. Wow. And I thought, oh, and I remember pausing. I, like I paused the shoulder <laughs> massage. And then I thought, snap out of it. He's going to think you're weird. But then I'm thinking, how do you ask someone on the third official date, have you been married and divorced? So I thought, Lord, Holy Spirit, if that's true, how do I, how do I ask him? How do I start this conversation? Yeah. By and, the way, to interject really quickly, yeah. I was dreading mm. telling her yeah. because of all of, you mm. know, just the thoughts out there. Oh, mm -hmm. you're, you're marked because you're divorced or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I was praying super, super hard about mm. just the right opportunity to tell her. And to want to be completely mm. honest with her about anything and everything mm. that ever came up, but holy junk, mm. how do I even like <laughs> say so this? So in that moment, so Holy Spirit, yeah, I said, goes. Vincent, <laughs> what is the hardest thing you've ever been through? That was the question mm. that was put in my spirit. <laughs> That's good. The yeah. moment I was done asking him, I'll never forget it. He turned around, looked at me, and his eyes were filled with. Oh, tenderness and concern but love mm. and i thought oh my gosh was my vision true is he about to tell me what i think he's gonna tell me oh and he said something along the lines of i've been praying about a way how i can bring this up to you and how i could tell you well i started smiling 
<laughs> because I'm thinking, Holy Spirit, you rock. You literally just told me. And okay, okay, calm down, calm down, listen. <laughs> and he proceeded to tell me about his past and divorce and the heartbreak that came with it and the 10 years that were that 10 years that followed but and funny funny thing sorry just to completely clarify mm -hmm. when she asked me that question i somehow knew that either she knew mm -hmm. or that 100 percent this was my opportunity to tell mm -hmm. her yeah so also what's <laughs> interesting is that i wasn't struggling any longer with the pain from the divorce mm -hmm. god had just miraculously you know through unfortunately my time in the desert when i <laughs> i needed this long to heal <laughs> god had healed me from mm. the judgment and all the things but my worldly thought process of man you know she's 35 year old virgin she's waited for this that and the other thing she's incredible and mm. blah 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 you know all the wonderful things here it goes she's out mm. so i knew that in that moment holy spirit was like tell her i'm i'm helping you vincent mm. this is when you get to tell her mm. so green light, green and do you remember green what green i said babe after you told me that you told me that holy spirit told you mm -hmm. and that you felt How did like that make electricity you i was like thank you jesus <laughs> <laughs> that was the easiest i could yeah. ever have thought i mean what happens wow. you know, you're you're like going to start yeah. you know premarital counseling or something like that and then oh so what's a secret you haven't told your other yet and then there's like something that i'm like sitting there you know like that yeah, kind of a scenario uh, could have totally taken mm. place but holy spirit provided and mm. and you know god you know ordained like all right guess what it's yeah. it's a big deal but it's not a big deal yeah and how it made me feel i just felt so protected that the holy spirit would tell me that put it in my spirit that he would turn around yeah. and be truthful with me and and totally mm. transparent in that moment i felt so bonded to vincent in yeah. that time yeah. and i knew that the holy spirit would continue all the days of our lives to bond us together and to lead us into all truth because that's what he does mm. yeah. and it's so interesting that i was in hawaii i believe i lived in tokyo hawaii new york city all around mm -hmm. but the lord told me all along your husband is in california I knew that. I just I knew wow. I would put money on it. But funny enough, it didn't make me want to move to California sooner than I did because I wanted to follow God's call, his lead. And so March of 2005, I think it was, God put it on my heart truly. I want you to start praying and interceding for your husband, and I want you to start journaling to him. Mm. And so I did, and nights that I would be hurt or upset from uh, feeling lonely or feeling betrayed mm. or all the things that you have to go through in life. <laughs> I would take out my journal, pray without a, a face in mind, and I would write to my future husband. And during those times of journaling, God would bring up something, pray for his fill in the blank mm. or pray for his decision that he has to make this week. Yeah. It was so wild. Mm -hmm. And so without wanting to give him too much of the story because I ended up gifting him with that journal on our mm. wedding day. Yeah. Yeah. And it was actually the one surprise I was ever able to really surprise him with because somehow I always so reveal beautiful. what I'm up to. So <laughs> that I said, babe, what what were you doing at the beginning of 2005? You know, um, I, I wrote a letter to you and I just felt in my heart that yeah, I really needed to start praying for you even more adamantly than I had mm. before. And he had said something like, I was broken then. I, it was the lowest point 
one of the lowest mm. points. Well, that and I believe I don't I don't have record of it. You know, this is before we're documenting mm. all the things mm. uh, with the social medias. <laughs> uh, but I'm pretty sure that I was incredibly sick. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, at yeah, that time, that? like bed bedridden wow. for like a week. And I mean, I rarely get sick. Mm-hmm. I've been sick like one and a half times since <laughs> we've been married mm-hmm. kind of thing and uh, just needed prayers mm-hmm. so, so, so much. And that was about the time when things were super, super difficult in, mm-hmm. you know, the previous marriage mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. just all sorts of rocky for all sorts of reasons. So, so I didn't know that I was praying for my husband, but he was married to someone else then you know it's wild to look back and to think about that but god puts together all the pieces of our lives and he's orchestrating things for us behind Mm -hmm. the scenes before the curtain is revealed you know like you're sitting there in the front row going when is the show going to begin but you don't know that behind the scenes is when most of the movement and preparation all of the preparation is happening right and so i look back on how god has aligned my heart with God's heart, with Vincent's heart all along. And he just made it really easy. And I know we used that word in our earlier interviews on marriage. And I thought, oh, we're going to get some people like 50 year <laughs> marriage going, it ain't easy. Oh, these people are just starting out. You watch, you wait. But mm-hmm. why it was easy, it was easy <laughs> to love him, to be loved by him, and to recognize God's hand in it. Mm-hmm. Life is difficult. You know, any relationship, you have to move through challenges but it was very easy Mm. to connect my heart to your heart babe and Mm. to move through dating engagement marriage moving in Mm. actually is very peace-filled and fluid Mm. doesn't mean that we don't fight we have a couple of those you know but but we communicate we do and we yeah sometimes it gets heated but you got to remember who you're fighting against, yeah. not one another. Enemy tries to creep in however yes. he can. Of course, that's another yes. podcast, but you yeah. know. Oh my gosh, so many <laughs> single ladies and men, don't believe the lie that relationships are hard and this is just how it is. I mean, every love story is different. Every life story yeah. is different. And they're all work, but, but yes. you know, you, you love the work you do, then you're doing the right kind of work. Yeah. You know, that's something you're passionate about. If you're passionate about this other person, then you'll want to work on yeah. it. Yeah. But partner with God in it. And when his hand is in it, even though life may be hard, even though a challenge may be hard to get through, there's an underlying peace that he vincent has my back and i have his back and there's an ease to it Mm. because it's attached to the peace of god and you move through the challenges of life together with that promise Mm. you guys so good um did did we fully answer the yeah you guys did yeah are we talking too much well because i know (laughs) jessica she does have a little bit more she could share about what you told me when uh you found out that you know, I had been divorced and then I was kind of talking about that. And then you said you almost preferred that. I don't know, maybe just mm. because, uh, you know, of the relationship you and I had already shared and the fact that, you know, we were just real with one another throughout and, and God was kind of all over the whole thing. Mm. But I, I don't remember very clearly exactly how you articulated. But yeah, in my younger years, I prayed, Lord, help me stay on this path to purity. I want to honor you. I want to honor my body, my future husband, my future children. And attached with that mm. at a younger age, I would pray that my husband would do the same, that he would yeah. live the same and that mm. I could marry a virgin. And it was so funny, Kate, truly, anytime I prayed that, it just didn't sit right mm. in my spirit. 
And then God was like, that doesn't matter what they did in their past because my grace covers a multitude of sin. You know, what matters is that at one point they made a declaration and a promise to me that I will turn, repent 180. And I had to do this too. I've felt the weight of sexual sin, even though I was, you know, a virgin, but I push the envelope in Mm. so many ways Mm. and leading up to our marriage, the enemy, you can be sure that he tried to shame the heck out of me. And I had to press into the word of God. And I had to realize even though I, my imperfect attempt to live purely unto you, God, even though it was definitely imperfect, I get to wear the purity of Jesus Christ over me when Mm. I walked down the aisle and the enemy can't poke any holes in that. So I just, my prayer turned to, oh, let me marry a virgin too. It turned and transitioned into, I want to marry a man of God who is passionate about purity, whatever his past looks like. Mm. And I want him to be so committed to honoring God in that way that when we meet, we will connect and there'll be a the peace about it. Yeah. You know, and so when he told me truly, I truly, babe and Kate, there wasn't any <laughs> any part of me that went, oh shoot, nothing. Right. And actually I don't even remember your ex her name. I I, I don't yeah. even think about that. Yeah. You know, wow. and so when I look around and the people whose marriage that I am inspired by, mm. it's my mom and dad, yeah. it's um Kate, our dear friend, Sarah and Chad, Chad. you know, there's some others, but truly there's only a few that I Mm. can look to and I'm really inspired by. And you know what? The commonality, Mm. there are a lot of commonalities. Everyone is committed to the word of God and living that out. But I realized, (gasps) I'm like, oh my gosh, they're all All divorced men. (gasps) Wow. I just had a moment of right? Right. It means that they have had their heart destroyed and broken and God was able to get in there and build it back up again. And they've gone through boot camp, you know what I mean? And by the time they've been gifted with the wifey, you know, it's like, I will follow you, Lord. I want to do this right. I want to treasure her. I want to, I want to do right by you, God. Mm. You know, it's kind of like, I ain't messing this one up again, if I could be frank. You know what I mean? And I I felt that too Mm. um, with relationships. But yeah, it was a wild realization to go, wow. Because that's what it is. Like what I try to explain and you guys just articulated so perfectly, but it's like through our greatest trials, God reveals Mm -hmm. the deepest parts of his heart to us. Mm -hmm. I often find. And it's through my biggest heartbreaks. I've never been divorced, but through my biggest heartbreaks that God and traumas in my life that like Mm -hmm. I understood more of who I was in God. Mm. Uh, my heart was more healed. It was more matured. I grew in strength. I grew in love and I grew in perspective as well. Like, Mm. and Mm. in more understanding for other people's circumstances and perspective. And so I think that like, I mean, if someone was divorced, I'd be like, okay, like, all right like i mean i was xyz things you know like who are you today that's what i care Mm, about where is your heart with god today i would just challenge and encourage anyone who may feel like oh i would never about anything not not to mention you know like a, a divorce i mean that's that's not in most people's future that they'll date someone or marry someone who right. has been divorced 
But if you say something like that, then there's something you're not surrendering to God. And there's an area of your life that you're not trusting God with. Because Mm. if you want a beautiful future, I knew that when I met Jessica that we could, you know, Mm. potentially get Mm. to that point. And, oh, man, that'd be great because she's got (laughs) this and that and blah. But literally, if you're just so caught up in that type of a, man, I would never, then... Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but you're missing something, some blessing you're missing from the Lord right. because you're limiting him. And uh. one final thought on that. I knew I could trust you, babe, because so many years, so much time had passed and I had already know, gotten to know you and had recognized the healing, the deep healing you did with the Lord. But yeah. Vincent, I mean, I applaud you, babe, for not being a statistic and just getting remarried two years later, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. that was God's grace. And also like, yeah. man, I've just so Protection. protected, you <laughs> yeah. know, just yeah. like you were saying before in your situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, God is just so, so good. You guys, I love you. Okay, we're going to do this quick, okay? Okay. Because there's one last question, okay? But it's going to be quick, 30 seconds, because I love y'all. I'll time you. But you've already said a lot of quotable things. Your final nugget, Uh it's a nugget of dating advice. Just a final nugget. (laughs) Okay, I'll go. I got it. Get to know the Holy Spirit's voice and lead. Build that muscle. Follow his lead and let him lead you and guide you into all truth in the dating, before the dating, into marriage, all of it. I'm telling you, girls and men, the Holy Spirit has been so evident and so incredibly helpful in our relationship. I'm going to leave you with the scripture, Psalms 37, 4 and 5. I know you know the fourth verse. Let me read you the fifth. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him and he will act. Boom. Mm, so good. <laughs> really good. For me, just know where your identity comes from. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. you know, what, the, why do we want to date? Why do we want, uh, yep. you know, a, a spouse? Well, we want to feel more complete, right? Mm. That's a lie. Yep. Nothing's going to make you feel more complete. Nothing in this world. So uh, in Ephesians 1.11, it is in Christ that we find out who we are and what we are living for. Part of the overall purpose he is working out in everything and in everyone. So this always applies to us, Mm. you know, regardless of whether we're going through a time of struggle, we've fallen into sin, we're dealing with a divorce, it doesn't matter. We always have access to Jesus who is our true provider and the giver of our identity. Mm. Amen, babe, high five. relax in God's love and blessing and perfect provision. Mm. And you know what? He'll do the rest. So good. Mm -hmm. Okay. I've never done this, but can I do one last thing? (laughs) Will you guys pray for our listeners? Yeah. Yeah. Just for anyone who's feeling. Do we have another 50 minutes for the prayer? No, we got like (laughs) a handful of minutes. This is a quick Jesus spirit. Thank you. That's an honor. Share the prayer, babe. I open you close. Dear Lord God, I thank you for this opportunity. I thank you for Kate and the blessing mm. of this podcast and technology. Lord, every heart that's on the other side of this podcast mm. listening, Holy Spirit, do what only you can. Go into the depths of their heart. Make them feel known mm. and loved and real and beautiful and authentic, God. Do what only you can. Do the super. We do the natural. We partner Mm. with you, Lord. And I pray that you can work in a mighty way in the the single time and the Mm. single years, God, that you can lead each individual into a healthy mind, a healthy 
a body, a healthy spirit, mm-hmm. a healthy worldview, a healthy understanding of scripture, and a healthy experience of receiving your love. Mm-hmm. God, let them be able to receive your love to the fullest in a tangible yeah. way that they get so excited and overwhelmed and giddy about life with you that they forget mm-hmm. they're single. Mm-hmm. God, you could do that. You did that for me. Lord, I thank you for my single time. And I hope that everyone listening, God, can move through this season in their life with an expectant heart, with trust rooted in you, God, with uh, full of faith, mm-hmm. Lord, and that they can look around and say, wow, God, you treasure me. Thank you that you're allowing me this time with you Mm. and only you to prepare me what you have in my future. So Lord, I pray for the season of singleness, God, Mm. right now for everyone listening. Thank you, Lord God. Lord, uh, Mm. we just come before you with thankful Mm. hearts and we thank you for uh, this time together. And Mm. yet again, the technology, Lord God, we just thank you so much for the ways that you show us uh, to use the blessings that we do have. Mm. And Lord God, I just pray that that all of us, ourselves included, would mm-hmm. would stop focusing on what we don't have, Lord mm. God, and mm-hmm. focus on what we do have. Mm. Lord Jesus, in, in uh, Thessalonians uh, 5.18, 1 Thessalonians, in mm. everything give thanks, mm. no matter what. Mm. And Lord, we just thank you right yeah. now, Jesus, for the place that you have each and every one of us, mm-hmm. yes, if, whether we're in the middle of the journey, the beginning of the journey, or what feels like, oh man, the end of a journey, I got to start this all over, mm. whatever that mm. looks like, God, just thank you that you carry us through those hard times, Lord God. I just mm-hmm. pray that everyone listening right now and that ever hears this message, message lord god would just feel your presence in Mm. such a mighty way that it would be so tangible Mm. jesus Mm -hmm. that they would just feel your loving embrace lord god Mm. that they would cry out to you that they would be Mm. honest with their feelings lord god and honest Mm. with you about Mm. those feelings jesus lord god just speak to each and every one of us lord let us know what you have for us help us to understand that you bring everything together for Mm. your good Lord Jesus, for mm. those who love you. But God, we love you, we thank you, and we praise you. And it's in, in the holy and precious name of Jesus that we pray. Mm. Amen. Amen. I am in awe. Oh my goodness. I just love Justin Vincent so, so, so much with my whole heart. So will you do me a favor and go and thank them for their encouragement and sharing their vulnerable story with us today? You can connect with Jess and Vincent on Instagram by going to at Jessica Shakir Beauty and at Vincent Shakir Photography. You can also find out more about Jessica's coaching and amazing programs by visiting mybeautybff.com. Now, who wouldn't want her as a beauty and life coach, right? I mean, I get to have her as a best friend, but she's an incredible, amazing coach. I just hope that their story brings you so much hope and so much comfort and ultimate joy. Wherever you are at, Jesus is with you, friend. He has not forgotten about you. He has a beautiful plan and purpose for you. Keep pressing into his heart. Hold out for the kind of love that Jessica and Vincent have found. I know I am. Love you guys and see you soon. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network. 